97.3 KEPW, this is Eugene Local Radio Station, Aisha Elliott with Black Girl from Eugene. We are going live on Facebook and Instagram. Three, two, one. Are we live here? Uh-uh. We'll be live now. Yay! This is Aisha Elliott with Black Girl from Eugene, and I'm here with Mystical. No, what, why do I miss? <laughs> Why do I, like, all of a sudden, just like that, I just am like, wait, mystical guide, stop, stop. <laughs> mystical healing guide. Mystical healing guide. Yeah, I know, it's a mouthful. It's, it is kind of a mouthful, but, like, when I see you, I think of, like, all of this other. Like, you're definitely mystical healing, but also, like, just kind of a magic mama, in a way. Like, yeah. I, you just kind of glowed. I don't Thank know if you. it's baby, baby, but... <laughs> Sorry. It's the baby baby and all the other children that have passed through me. <laughs> right? It is. That's what it is. It is. So, sorry, y'all. I got all distracted immediately. <laughs> um, I, again, we are going to take this hour and we're going to do the most that we can with it. We're going to be talking about um, trauma, historical, really ancestral trauma for black women. And here with Mystical Healing Guide, Raja. Hey. Hey. Um, I, we've known each other for a little bit over a year. We've met a while ago. We met a long time ago, but we can't seem to place it. We both think it's through, like, community college. Yes, yeah. It's got to be. I think so. Right. I just don't know why. We can't place it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was Lane, though. But the connection yeah. is there. Yes, yes. And so, <laughs> and I, I admire your fortitude through these times. Mm, thank and you. Because it, this, I put in the, the title, the triggers that happen right now are, are, vast and they're deep and they're particularly affecting black women Mm. and black people Mm -hmm. and um i just know that all of us as we're going through with the the siobhan trial whatever his last name is and and with the anniversaries coming up and just with all of the whiteness that's all of a sudden awakening to our pain that's overwhelming us Mm -hmm. with their guilt Mm -hmm. and their misplaced um I don't even know, like... It's just in all the ways that they take up space. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Period. Yes, and then uh, us who are helpers and who are out here trying, we're like, whoa, hold on, and at the same time trying to uh, get our get, get our balance right. in all of these sh- this shifting. So having you on my show, to me, has been late. Like, I've wanted you on a long time ago just um. to, like give guidance to people who want yeah. to hear just a, 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 a way to walk through this world and with a little bit more fortitude, a little bit more feet on the ground, a little more grounding. Yeah. Um, before I know I just jumped right into it, but before we get started, I do want to say happy birthday to my dad, who is turning 77 years Yay. old today. Yay. And happy birthday to my son, who yes. is turning 25. My oldest child is turning 25 today. Yes. So our... Yeah. The men in our lives share a birthday. Right. I, it's amazing. <laughs> and, and my dad always says that April 11th is Double Fool's Day. Wow. <laughs> this is who he is. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> right. welcome so, to my son. So you have to yeah. be like the witty and quick to keep up with these guys, right? Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to give that shout out. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want. Is there anything that you want to say before we get started? Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And I love sharing space with you in so many ways all the time. And... Just as you admire my fortitude, I admire your fortitude. (laughs) I mean, during these times, you have been such... I have had the pleasure to see Aisha in different Mm. um, settings. Yeah. And it's such a pleasure. I'm just blown away. Like, wow. Yeah. You are a powerhouse. (laughs) Like, yeah. You're a powerhouse. 
I was like, dang, she said that. <laughs> she was walking in here today. I was like, yes, <laughs> teach the people. <laughs> so, right, right. yeah. Sometimes I walk away from those kind of things and be like, okay, I hope that landed right. You know what I mean? But it's exactly so landed. landed. It landed. You just have to do what you got to do. It, it, you have a power that walks with you. And when you, I find when people in general, not just you, not just me, but anybody, when we walk in that power mm-hmm. and we embrace it and we try not to like switch it around and change it and shift it for too many people. Right. Right. And we just stick to it. That's, that's the thing that sees you through. Right. And yes. And you carry that, that authentic medicine. And I appreciate that because it can be hard. You know, not a lot of people know how to hold that. No, it's It's something you grow into, I think. I think, yeah, I think this is that that space where when you can learn from your trauma versus like being, I mean, depends on like where you are in the process of your trauma, right? Yeah, like for sure. And And the unraveling of it. Yes, yes. And I feel like. I'm the type of person who faces my pain in such a way that sometimes people will be like, oh my God, can you just relax in the pain? And I'm like, actually, I need to feel it all of the inches of this knife. Like, I need to feel all of it. Yes. Yeah. It takes me time to actually, like, get with the pain going, oh, okay. My motto is life is happening for me, not to me. Yes. And so everything that happens, I'm always reflecting yeah. on what is what this is for. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. that took me out of my victim. Yeah. When things were happening to me, like back to back to back to back, I lost everything that I thought I could hold on to. Right? Mm. Everything as a mother, as yeah. a partner was in question or taken away. So then it was to that point where it's like, okay. Am I a victim? That's never been my my narrative. That never really fit me well. Right, right. <laughs> but I am absolutely a fighter. Yeah. Now, if I'm fighting something that's appropriately to be fought, like the energy being spent, is what I've had to learn. Yes. As I've gotten older, and yeah. in that the, the space of trauma, for me, we always have that one turning point where it's like this is where things turn for us. And yeah. For me, that turning point was just understanding that like I can't hold on and control. Like, sometimes I'm just going to have to let it happen. Even yeah. when it's the ugliest thing going yeah. down. Yeah. I have to be like, what? where am I in this? Uh-huh. And then sit there. Even if it's powerless. Like, in this, you're powerless. Well, and that's... <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing to do is... And, and what our culture perpetuates so much is either being living in the past or living in the future or if we have to live in the now let's make it comfortable right let's order the food and it'll be delivered to your house let's you know <laughs> um order the things off of amazon and they'll come real quick everything is instant gratification mm-hmm. and so we're not really even sitting in what is right and if we could do more of that we can actually widen the space and this is coming from, you know, sitting with other colleagues in my second job. Yes. Widening the space of discomfort. Yes. Being able, that's actually like a, a, a power tool. Yes. Right? Yes. Because we don't, like you said, it's like, wow, this thing, I can see it happening. It's like the tower in the, you know, tar- in, in the tarot. Mm-hmm. It's the tower card. We can see it coming sometimes. We can feel it. It's imminent. And we're like, you know some people scramble to prevent it whereas other people say what you say mm-hmm. okay i see this coming where am i in this 
um, because it's happening. Right. Things are crumbling around me. It's and, happening. And it wasn't innate. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I, I can just sit back and like try No. To no, it was a yeah. straight up struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> right. This is a skill that we have to learn. Yes. It's period. a skill. Period. Like, it's it's just, do, am I supposed to wave at everybody? I don't, you can. I've never done this it's fun. before. I do. I always like to say hey to all my folks. Hey, yes, I've never done Instagram Live, you guys. This is my first Instagram Live. So thank you for everyone who's jumping on Instagram. Yay! Yeah. I've never done it before. And Facebook, thank you for everyone who always shows up every single week. And I'm uh, this is going to be recorded on the audio, so it will be on the podcast later. Yes. So we're going to get into tarot. I've never done this before. Now, I'm into, astro- I'm into the woo. I'm yeah. into astrology. I love astrology. I've always, like, um, I meditate. But this, what's interesting about my meditations, I, I think I've always been able to meditate. I meditate in a way where it's, I call it functional meditation. Yeah. Where I can literally, like, I stop and feel mm-hmm. like energy. Mm-hmm. And this has been something that I've always been able to do since I was a very young girl. This kind of connection to the world, to the energy of the earth, is not foreign to black folks. Like, no, is, it's ours. And so what we see in this, um, this, uh what is it called like the the uh the world of like spiritual community and how it's been monetized right 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 to be like the natural spiritual community um yoga all of these things they all come from different cultures of black and brown folks do your research so um for us to have to you know, um, go through our trauma, right, mm-hmm. to almost reclaim what is ours. Right. And so you really, in these spaces, you really do have to be careful and mindful of what your trauma is, where your trauma is, and, and where you're at and you're in unraveling that, mm-hmm. and how healthy a certain space is, even if it's like, oh, it's a natural community or Mm -hmm. we're a spiritual community. Yes, but how is it landing with your trauma as a woman of color, as a person of color, Mm -hmm. as a man of color, right? Because um, even yoga, I'll use, or not yoga, but I'll use meditation as an example. Mm -hmm. Meditation, if it's not trauma-informed, if your body... If you don't have the knowledge that your body is a safe place to heal, right. sitting in meditation for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes can be triggering right. and re-traumatization can happen. Right. So you really want to be careful even with the smallest things. You know, I used to, this happened to me personally. I used to think like, why can't I meditate? I'm trying to meditate, mm-hmm. but my mind is going other places. Mm-hmm. And I felt for me that movement was a meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, Pilates, I love more than yoga. I need to be moving in a different way in order for the movement to speak to my trauma and to actually provide a healing space. Right. Um, dance is a meditation for me. Um, I can meditate while doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, some, I, I, a practice that I use a lot with my clients is let's meditate with crystals because I'm a crystal therapist as well. And it's more so about holding on to something right. and moving it to the other hand and then putting it down more so than the actual... I would love it if you connect with the crystal, yes. And also, it's more about having a manipulative in your hand mm-hmm. to support the trauma 
uh, getting too loud or too crazy to mm-hmm. where you can't do the thing that's actually going to provide the healing. Right. 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 Yeah. It's the process to be able to stand there and t- and take in the lesson. Yes. That that's a process in itself. You don't and just show up and right. it works. <laughs> and sometimes we need that handholding yeah. of you know a manipulative of a person guiding you through. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a guided meditation would work better for you if you're somebody like me who you know. For a long time, it was hard for me um, to get to this practice. But yeah, I mean, you know, and and again, coming into these, you know, spiritual communities and being able to say, you know, um, this feels safe to me. Right. Instead of having to worry about what you're wearing, if you're doing it right, who's watching you, Mm -hmm. um, you know, your body size. Mm your skin color, mm-hmm. all, all of that. those things. Right. I it, it was particularly, like, it sat with me when we went and sat before. Yeah. And it was interesting because one of the people we sat with could, said very, she wanted this particular surroundings because she couldn't go into this healing journey with a colonizer's energy around her. Yeah. And I thought about that, and I was like, wow, you know, I never really actually think about how much um how much maybe it's not that i don't think about it i do think about it but how i don't take in people's i won't even remember people's faces like i yeah. like i literally don't take you're, in you're, you're good at creating like a shield or like a a switch off yeah and, and to where you're like i'm gonna have my experience whatever yours is is you is you right yeah. but at the same time there's a space where you like if you are that the concern once I'm good, my my empathy reaches out, right? Like yeah, I, actually we experienced that. You when do, I, yes. we're like just breathe, breathe, breathe. I, because I was done. Yeah, right. And you then my good. empathy reached out. Yeah, yeah. So, but before that, I couldn't I couldn't tell you what was going on around. But before that, because I was focused here and then I focused out. But I thought it was interesting because this narrative that like spirituality, yoga, um, you know. Uh, even like working the farm, working the land is like a white thing to be doing, right? right. Have you? Like, well, and also in like in mothering, right? Like yes. breastfeeding mm-hmm. is seen as like, uh, at least, I mean, I've been doing birth work since 2002, yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. And it was always this, um, you know, it was a white person's thing. It was a spiritual, holistic community, white community thing yes. to breastfeed right and then it became a status symbol if you could afford formula right yeah. right then you're living the american dream right 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 so or and and what i found even in that arena going you know into people's homes being a home visitor being a um i'm a nurse i'm a you know full spectrum doula lactation right. educator and 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 i also do my spiritual work so mm-hmm. working in both realms Going into people's homes and seeing three, you know, three generations living in one home, um, there was a lot of fear and a and a lot of like you you don't breastfeed, no, right? right. There was fear around it. There was you know um, not enough language to support even the how we look at our own bodies mm-hmm. because all of that was not ours to have. It That's was right. not ours to own. Yeah, right. It if we breastfed, right. Who were we breastfeeding? Right. Not our children. Not our children. Right. It was the master's children. Right. And it was horrifying while our... <laughs> right. Right. 
the process of that was horrifying. Yeah. Right. And ongoing. And so ongoing. in order to not feel that, not to be re-injured, we realigned ourselves with another belief mm-hmm. of like, well, we need to be successful in this country because we're behind the eight ball because mm-hmm. we've been trapped in slavery for right. so long. So it would make sense to say the American dream is having enough money to buy the formula, mm-hmm. right? Instead of aligning with our truth as who we are pre-slavery, mm-hmm. which is breastfeeding yes. our children. Yes, right? right. But right. that was taken away from us and it was... Um, it was demonized. It was made defiled. Right. Right. By and, saying, and that goes right along, along the lines of the spiritual growth that we have, even that connection that you do have while breastfeeding your child. Right. That has always been a part of our natural tradition. Always been. Right. And right. so it's in that idea of through trauma, you know, enslavement, trauma, re-triggering, appropriating, then like, and then renaming, and now we're lost trying to have to reconnect to what was originally ours in the first place, right? In all of these arenas, right? right? So we're having so much work to do, right? Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, in all the areas, right? We're having all the work to do, and, um, and so being gentle with ourselves, knowing our history really reclaiming history Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. researching i mean i love research i love history i love learning yes so i i like i said i'm into astrology i'm learning astrology and i'm learning it in a way that when people go oh you're into astrology and they go oh i'm a pisces and you're like okay that's not what i'm talking about (laughs) no it's deeper it's way deeper than that and it's so deep that like sometimes i'm like oh my god I need to know, like, this is taking a lot of... I'm like, I've been reading for six hours. Like, I didn't realize that I have just been reading about, you know, intercepts for, like, this long, right? And so it becomes it becomes um, where you think you know, because, like, what we just said, what gets popularized, what gets, what gets appropriated... Monetized. What gets monetized, what, you know, the fad is at the, at the moment, and people run and take that as the book, right? Yeah. So I've been looking at astrology, and my brother's an astrologer, and he's learning, and I... Like I said, meditation and just, um, I haven't gotten hard into crystal work, but you know what it is? It's because I don't find people of color that I can relate to that are in this work. Yeah. Because sometimes I find people of color who are in this work who have lost themselves (laughs) in this other thing that's just so, like they're never grounded. Like you're just floating all the time. And And I'm like, not about that. I can't float all the time. It's just not like, oh, because also we were, like, we were brought here. We nothing happens without divine consent we were brought here because we agreed to be here right. so if you're going to be here fucking be here right Can you like bring it down ground yourself into this reality <laughs> and like i don't want to hear any of this like oh my you know my ancestors my guides my angels my archangels my spirit team are just so much better than me i'm just a lowly human in this body right right, right. like no you have sovereignty yeah right claim it yeah and be thankful and happy for the life that you have right and and when you learn how to embody right and and you learn how to bring the spiritual the etherical into the body and walk in it right then right you're doing something and that does not require the whole floaty floaty space i know it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't when you are doing that when i see people doing that I already know that you are not actually have not embodied this. Yeah, you can't no. actually live your day without being extra right. dem, de, uh, demonstrative of your spiritual growth, which, yeah. which to me is 
is not a safe place to be. I would never no. share my space well, with that person. It's, it's spiritual bypassing too. It's right. saying like, oh, I'm I'm in this world, but I'm not of it in the sense of like, well, we all know that, but you still have to be here. <laughs> right. You know, you don't get to escape reality. No. This is the reality. You pay your bills, right? Right. <laughs> pay your bills, sis. You do. You have right. to <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Because it's like, bring it down. And, and so anyway, I think that I have, why I haven't gotten deeper into the studies is because unlike a connection like with you and I, it's like, I don't see a lot of you and I like I don't yeah. see it and so right. I mean there's a lot of people doing the work and I just I'm just like okay I can't I can't sit with you because yeah I, I can't even be comfortable in this like what right. you're doing yeah. so it's it's kind of ha- hampered me in a way where I I have a judgment I do I'm just yeah I'm like, of course. I'm trying to find I had a judgment right <laughs> I think for me though I have been so blessed that a lot of my teachers and mentors I mean, one of my biggest is my father, who is a black man, who, I mean, he's been putting pyramids and crystals over our water since I was like a baby. Right. And so I grew up doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. And then, and then I got my, I did my, my crystal therapy certification with a black man. Mm. He's on here. Shout out to T Jinx. He's not on here, on here, but, um, he's on Instagram somewhere, T Jinx. And I did my crystal therapy certification through him. So I have been blessed to find like these amazing black folks that I can learn from. Right. Because when I needed help and I was a single mom and I wanted to learn and grow and I knew I had this gift that I had to um, harness and and kind of... um, you know, it was a little rough around the edges, but it was a natural gift that I've had. Right. From four generations back on both sides of my family. Wow. And I would go to white people and be like, I need, I need, you know, a mentor. I need to do this thing. And they'd be like, yeah, pay me $5,000. Right. And I was a single mom <laughs> and I didn't have it like that. Yeah. So I couldn't. And so now that I'm in that place to offer that to, to folks, I'm very mindful of what I have to do to survive right and also what I want to offer folks at a reasonable rate so that folks can grow and but heal th- that's right you have to like look at this who you who are you talking to when you say that right, right. who are you talking to when you talk about five thousand dollars for what like what who exactly are you trying to attract in and the fact that you've monetized something spiritual to the point that you are then making an elitist position I really can't fuck with and you. Listen, <laughs> and on top of all that, what are you teaching me? Right. They weren't even teaching me right. my African roots, right? No, no, of course so not. So again, my father came in, you know, I had friends who were Afro-Cuban who came in. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the people who have been so pivotal along my path have been Afro-Latino or they've been African. Right. And, or they've spent time in Africa. And I mean, 11 years, one of my brothers, Leo, spent years studying in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's a blessing. And I have that knowledge and I want to use that and impart it on, on others. Yes. So let's go. Okay. Let's do it. So we're going to do a tarot. I've never done tarot. Am I even saying it right, tarot? I say tarot. Some people tarot. say tarot. Okay. So we're going to yeah. do this. It's going to be mine. And apparently this can get very personal. So I'm going to do this live because I don't, my ego is not in it. 
Uh, honestly, <laughs> like, I love it. It's not in it, and I feel like anything that you say, I I know deeper. Not that you yes. don't know deeper, no, no, deeper no. than what people right, are right. hearing. So, so when personal things come up for me, I'm going, okay, that's personal, but they pop not as personal as you context, hear it. right? Not as much as you would hear it, how much I know it. So yeah, I'm not afraid. <laughs> to do this live yeah so let's do that so explain what you're gonna do and okay. let's explain how this works and then we're gonna get into it we cool. started like way late so i, think I know we started like super late but it's all good whatever yeah well <laughs> so, i think an hour is 12 30 when did we start i don't even like 11 something did we yeah no like it had to because it's 11 it's almost 12 now we yeah it was like half hour after okay yeah okay yeah. so let's get started anyway all right all right so i'm using um the uh rider weight deck and um this is just for simplicity purposes because I teach with this deck. Um, there are so many other decks with like beautiful black and brown folks on it. I use this deck for simplicity just because it's easy. Okay. Um, and so I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna actually, sorry, I'm gonna start with the Thoth deck. Um, this, is, this is a deck that I use for, to get more um, broader spiritual themes. And then I'm going to clarify with the um, Rider weight. My apologies. And then I will pull some um, Crystal Oracle cards. One might come out, two. Depends. And then I end with the Earth Warriors Oracle. What? And I that's like idea. a... Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be yeah. four decks deep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the Oracle messages at the at the end are like, this is support. I always find that um, I... I I mean, every single time I pull a crystal that is very um, supportive to what you're, what's coming up in your reading, and then the Earth Warriors is like a message from spirit, which it's like, I love these cards; they're so on point. Okay, <laughs> so um, so that's I, where I'm before, start. Okay, before we get started, I want y'all to know who does, who's not on my, who's not on my channel, who's not, I don't even know how to say this, but who doesn't follow me necessarily. I do energy work. With yes. white folks, mostly. There's yes. definitely BIPOC people involved, but I do, I talk about race and inclusion every week, every day, right? And so it gets heavy. It does. And because I live in Eugene, I don't actually have a, a large community that actually fortifies me after I'm depleted. Mm. So I have to find ways to feed support. myself. Yeah, right. and support yourself. Support myself. So these spiritual readings, I think I'm trying to... Um, reach out and say to other people that there are ways to to connect to the the support that you have ancestral like right other than what we have present day because there's a lot of us who live in white girl from eugene come from the idea that we are coming from a place that's in high proximity to whiteness and still staying grounded in our blackness right so which is a thin yeah it's a tight rope walk. it's a tight rope walk and those line. of us who make it through a hundred percent are have done some some real real work and so i'm offering this this um perspective of healing and of self you know fortitude i'm offering that uh this kind of experience so just like think about it i mean if it's not for you it's not for you if it is for you great if you just want to see what happens let's do it i mean I'm, that's what i'm let's yeah go. yeah cool. okay thank all you. right so I always use the person's full legal name um, when I'm uh, asking spirit to use me as a guide and a channel um, before I start. So, so my birth name? Yeah. Okay, Aisha Kamal Richardson. Okay. <laughs> spirit, what messages do we have for Aisha Kamal Richardson? 
What messages do we have for Alicia Kamal? What should say? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> for those on audio, she is shuffling the deck. The first deck. Yes, this is the Thoth deck. And I'm an intuitive reader, so um, what I pick up is what I'm getting, like I'm getting channeled messages, I'm getting messages from the cards. Um, and I don't pull, um, I don't do spreads, I do, I do whatever spirit tells me as far as number wise, as far as um, the number of cards that comes out. I'm trying to decide if I'm nervous or excited. <laughs> it's probably a little bit of both. They're the same, they're right? the same, it's the same right? energy. It's the same energy. But I'm like, okay, wait, maybe I'm nervous. <laughs> no, I think I'm excited. I'm going with excited. <laughs> oh, I love your cards. Right, people coming up. Yes, they are on point. Oh, my you gosh. We got a lot of major game. arcana. Too. Well, you've got two, three major arcana. Girl, you have to tell me what Major Arcana is So the Majors, yeah, the Major Arcana um, are, it's the Fool's Journey, which is us. It's our journey, mm -hmm. right? From, um, there's 22, um, zero is the Fool card all the way to the universe, um, which you have. So um, the Majors, in a reading for me, they hold more energy. They, they hold more weight. So um, that means that this is an ongoing process. And it's, it's much deeper. It's like a soul level process. Mm -hmm. um, zero to three months, three to six months could be. Whereas if you're getting court cards, which are like the nine of cups, um, knight of discs, knight of cups, princess of discs, um, those um, ace of cups, those are all court cards. That's more of like a, a shorter term energy. Mm. But you have, um, so on the first row, you got four cards nine of cups which in the thoth deck is happiness you got the magician or the magus in the thoth deck you got death transformation knight of discs and then on the bottom row you got five cards so you have the princess of discs ace of cups the aeon um which is um um i believe that's the um temperance i be believe no it's not temperance uh, I forget what the Aeon is. It should maybe the High Priestess in Rider Waite. And then Knight of Cups, and you have the Universe. So your major arcana here are the Magus or the Magician, Death card, the Aeon, and the Universe. Wow. Yeah. Um, which are all really beautiful cards, actually. So I read left to right, um, top row, bottom row, and then I read top to bottom. Okay. Um, and so with the nine of cups, the magician death and the knight of discs, yeah, there's a lot of transformation going on in your life right now. Straight up. And it's in service of two things. Um, what is going to bring you, what is going to fulfill you? Uh, what is going to bring you joy and happiness with the nine of cups and, um, what is going to be new and transformative and to
to do that, the reason why these three cards here, the happiness, the magician, and the death are here, is like in order to, to do this, A, you're utilizing new skills, old skills, whatever you can to um, transmute, transform, transcend. Mm -hmm. And the death card is saying, I'm ready to transform. I'm ready to like let go of old demons mm -hmm. i'm ready to release myself from you know like i look at a lot of imagery when i do this work and there's like do you see like all these circles yeah. but they've got souls trapped in them mm -hmm. it's almost like old lifetimes and there's all these strings attached yeah um it's like you're releasing yourself from old um karmic cycles mm -hmm. old uh outdated uh contracts Anything that you're attached to that no longer serves you, you're releasing yourself from it so that what you transcend, transmute is actually um, serving you to have a whole new experience mm -hmm. that's going to be based off of, wow, we talked about this. So did. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just getting a flashback. <laughs> we talked about this when we sat in ceremony. Yeah. You were like, I don't have to. I was like, I'm not here. I don't have to do the fight anymore. I don't right. have to I literally be saw, in struggle. I literally saw myself uh, holding a machete that I had been fighting with. And my spirits were telling me, look at that. Were telling me to put it down. And I said, I, I was uncomfortable with putting it down because I was so used to fighting. And they were like, your soul is does not need to fight anymore. You have, you have proven yourself. And they said, you have no more fight. You are free. You're manifesting from happiness now. <laughs> Which is so weird because it's scary and it's uncomfortable. Well, and it is. It's that processing. It's, this is a whole process that you're going through right now. You're yeah. manifesting from a place of happiness. And, and wherever there was struggle or trauma or pain or these outdated, you know, cycles that no longer serve you, you're cutting yourself free from them. Mm -hmm. If you're using the machete, that's what you're using it for. Mm -hmm. um, Knight of Discs is here saying that you're moving slowly through this process, <laughs> which serves you in the long run because the Knight of Discs is the most um, uh, meticulous knight. He's the slowest knight because he's rooted. He's grounded. He mm -hmm. wants to make sure that where he, what he's moving towards is going to actually serve him. So he's dotting all his I's. He's crossing his T's. Okay. He's checking his boxes. He's making sure okay. the map is on point. Okay. You know, he's making sure he's got everything he needs yeah. for the journey ahead. So that's really, really beautiful. Um, that's good to know. Wow, that is so affirming to what we, very, what came uh, up for you. How long was that? A month ago? Was that? Uh, yeah, it was almost exactly a month actually. Whoa, it was almost exactly a month. Wow. Um, it was March twelfth. We did that on March twelfth. Oh my god! So, so and today's the eleventh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this is and it's the new moon today. Yes. No, I knew the new. No, this is what was funny because when I asked you to come on my show, I wanted you to, for last Sunday, and then we were like we couldn't do it until so it was like oh this Sunday, and then this Sunday I was like okay that's fine. And I looked at it, and I was like, just a couple days ago, I'm like, oh, my God, it's the new moon. And it's the new moon in Venus and uh, Pluto. And so I, oh, it's the, not the new moon in Venus, Pluto. Right, Aries, but conjunction right. Venus, Pluto, yeah. I'm, I'm like, the, the new moon's in Aries, but I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at that conjunction. Deeper, right. <laughs> that I conjunction mean, is like, well, listen, <laughs> and that's the whole other thing that I talk about, and that's a whole other conversation, right. which maybe we could do a whole other show for right. that, is like, new moon, full moon, ritual. 
how to do it, when to do it, why to do it. Right. Don't just look at the moon. Right. You got to look at the stuff surrounding it. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I like that, that you're doing that. That's <laughs> smart. On that conjunction. Yeah. So that. So anyway, it's a lo- it's a big thing for me right now. It's a big thing for everyone right now. But I'm focused on. It feels so uncomfortable to be in this space of transition because it's it's very isolating. Um, and that that idea of isolation, because I know that it's it's a process in freedom, that I'm not feeling sad about isolation, but yeah. I do note that I'm having a very hard time connecting to people. I'm having a very hard time of seeing what I used to see as anything important or attractive or or like something to go to. Like I don't see it in the same way. So lots of things that were very bright for me are very gray now. Mm-hmm. And so in that space of, of transforming from, I really saw myself doing that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that? Like I really don't want to do that. And then I'm yeah. like doing something else. And so in that something else, I don't, there's not a lot of people there that I can know, that I know of, yeah. right? And so yeah. it's become where it's not lonely. Well, the night is a pioneer too. Yes. And I mean, it's, that's very much what it sounds like. Awesome. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so here you have the Princess of Discs, Eight of Cups, the Aeon, Knight of Cups, and the Universe. There's so much energy here of talking about like um, opening up to a new portal, a new world, mm. a new, just new. Um, with the Aeon and the Universe, it's very much like, so, I mean, just look at all of this, you know, transformation, right? Where you have um, Sky Goddess Newt. I mean, I have her tattooed on me. Oh, look at you. Yes. I didn't know that one. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Love her. <laughs> um, but also, um, oh gosh, I forget his name. Um, Thoth. No, is that Thoth? That might be Thoth. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, this, this spirit f- coming into form, right, mm-hmm. from, you know, these roots being grown here, these little baby roots mm-hmm. being grown here. Um, and walking through this portal kind of um, I see this as embodiment but I also see it as walking through a portal just um, gaining enlightenment uh, on this path and then I see it here as well because she looks like she's kind of in a womb Mm -hmm. and then she's holding on to these apparatuses right this is a snake, mm-hmm. but this is kind of like an apparatus here that she's got in her hand. And she, she's be, th- these apparatuses are like channeling this light right. from this eye. And she is then, you know... It's like she's taking it in. Yeah, like a conduit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like... Oh, maybe I should show it. Let's yeah. See. Y'all want to see? Am I, look at, that's what that card looks like. It's pretty cool. Sorry, people on the audio. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's so that's cool the universe card. card. Yeah. And then this is the Aeon. And so I want to make sure everybody sees it here. Uh, right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Aeon. So going through that portal um, of enlightenment. Woo! And... I'm down. Yeah. So there's that energy. And that's like right under the magician learning new skills um using uh all of your using everything at your disposal to support you through this shift um princess of disc here is you know i like that because you've got the knight of discs Mm -hmm. um so again baby steps you know you're walking through this 
you know, because you want to be sure-footed, you're walking through this little by little. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that the Ace of Cups and the Knight of Cups is here because there's so much that Spirit is pouring into you and offering you love-wise. I okay. see so much love here. Um, and if this were a love reading, I would say, like, this could be a new offer and, and new love pouring into you, which that could be because when we transform, we are opening ourselves to a higher, more transformational, like, agape love as opposed to, like, or a higher heart chakra love as opposed to, like, a, you know, attachment style love. So you were saying if this was about a relationship, you would think this is I would say that. I would say that, yeah. yeah. But I think just by default, because you are going, and, and so what you're doing is you're going after joy, right? Mm-hmm. And happiness, but it's not through a person right. or an object or, um, you know, being a mother or being a wife no. or it's not through a role. It's not through a person. It's not through um, an object. It's right. not through anything. Right. It's just for your soul. And that, oh my God, you are hitting it like straight up square on it, girl. Because look, let me tell you, my astrology is, um, you are, you guys are like, it's sounding as if you have read it, and she has not. I haven't. Uh, not at all. <laughs> I, I it. What's funny about this, I want you guys to know, we didn't even talk no. about this this getting together today, except for, can we do on the 11th? Yeah, sounds good. Text, 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 and now I'm here. Yeah. We literally have not talked about this. this the flow, segment. how it was going to go. Nothing, nothing at all. And so for you to say that, it's interesting because that's why I think it's so uncomfortable for me. Because I actually have never... It's not a love attached to anything. To anything. And I have it's never worked that way. Love. It's never worked that way. And for me, and for I'm my soul. Chills. Yeah, my soul is like, if, if she, they are being, like, they are growing. And it's like, we have actually come to a space where it's like, we're loving so deeply on ourselves. I have never done that in my entire life. Yeah. So it's very uncomfortable to think I don't... I don't have these attachments because I'm like, well, whoa, what do you do with no attachments? What do you do with all this love yes, with yeah. no attachments? Right. I mean, it's being poured in to you. Yeah. It's, it's, and then you're emanating it outward. Yeah. That's what's happening. And so I don't feel this as a love connection, although, I mean, by divine frequency and vibration, yeah. that can come to you. But that's not what the focus is, which is why it's so rich and mm. good and like, yeah, and then at the bottom of the deck, you have the Prince of Swords. Um, and I always see this card as like cutting away, again, from this cyclical energy, cutting away from things that no longer serve, releasing, removing, um, and even finding new ways to communicate a- about this process and who you are becoming. Mm. Yeah, interesting. I My astrologer, who helps me learn astrology at the same time as she does my astrologer, astrology every year, she was. She keeps telling me I'm supposed to meet somebody. I'm like, this is not happening. <laughs> she's like, he's coming, and I'm like, I don't know. Just maybe he's not a he. I'm like, I've never thought about like you know bisexuality at all in my mind. And then I thought, is that something? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And then every time she keeps talking to me about it, I'm like, there's no one here. This is yeah. not happening. Yeah. And she's like, I'm very rarely wrong about these things, right? But she is very attached to this idea that there's somebody coming. But, was, but for me, I almost like every time I think about that, I'm like, it can't be another person because I literally don't have the capacity. And then when I think about what you're saying about these little steps, I'm like, it makes so it makes so much sense that she may and they like the energy may be saying something that's 
I'm not quite there yet. Well, right? wait, because this is happening for you're in this. Yeah, this is happening for you now. And so when you cross through the this is like the world card. Yeah, you know the portal. This is what's waiting for you on the other side yes. too. So I mean, it. <laughs> so don't be that. scared. Don't no. be scared. No. Okay. Yeah. So now we're gonna clarify. And like I said, this is the broader, more spiritual message. Okay. And um, with the Rider weight tarot, it's like we're bringing it down to 3D. Okay. So how does this all make sense in your day-to-day -day walk? Ooh, Lord, here we go. Now, this is where the drama is going to start. <laughs> <laughs> this was a soul conversation, and now we're talking about... And it's so beautiful. 5D. It's like easy, simple. My soul is trying to get through to me. Okay. Right. <laughs> Working with me, sis. Work with me, sis. Right. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, look, work. So you said it. <laughs> well, you know, I talked about the work that I'm doing is, is something that... It's I, revolutionary. It's revolutionary, and it's something that is very personal. Yeah. No, I agree. This is revolutionary work. <laughs> we talked about the tower. Wow. Well, the tower came out. The, the, look, she's falling. The tower is on fire, y'all. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> There's lightning striking the tower, and it is on fire. And people is coming out the tower. The fire people are jumping out of the tower. Head first. <laughs> yeah. I like the cards, though. I'm not mad at it. And already, you have one, two, three major arcana. Again. See? Some, some, you're saying it. You're like, the, 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 it's coming out of me. I mean, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it together, y'all. Oh, you got the Ace of Cups twice. I love when I see repeating cards. Honey, somebody is coming in for you. Ah! Somebody's coming for you. <laughs> Your astrologer was right. <laughs> somebody like, is coming for you. You may not know it, but there's around the corner. <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so when I clarify, you have the um, Seven of Wands, the Hierophant, the Tower, Ten of Pentacles, Queen of Cups, the Chariot, Six of Swords, Ace of Cups, and Five of Wands. So, oh, and you have the Devil at the bottom of the deck. Very interesting. <laughs> this is so layered and juicy. Is it? Um, <laughs> layered and juicy? Yes. Well, because, you know, the Seven of Wands here over happiness is like, there is work involved. And this is where we talk about no spiritual bypassing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't get to just, you know, um, float off and be like, and now I'm in Zen. You no. know what I mean? No, you are. You're you're this is hard work. And it's saying don't give up. You're almost there because okay. um, this is the, you know, the minutia that we work through. This is our, you know, the DNA we were born into, you know, our um, ancestral trauma. This is working through our belief systems mm -hmm. because you have the hierophant next right mm -hmm. it's like working through our belief systems and and you know what we believe to be true that was based off of our parents that was based mm -hmm. off of our society that shaped us right based off of our traumas mm -hmm. um those are all being with the magician underneath you know those are all coming up to be revamped mm -hmm. um you are really not I wouldn't even I was gonna say modifying I wouldn't even say modifying I would just say you are completely wiping the slate clean and doing something new mm -hmm. um, and you're focusing on you and what are my beliefs what are my values what are my truths 
um, you know, what are my ethics, mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's all there because as you're doing this work and moving towards true happiness, right? Um, this is here to say, right, it's not about the attachment to the person, the job, the role that you play, right? Mm -hmm. It's saying the belief system that you held that said that your love your joy, your mm -hmm. happiness has to be attached to any of those things is not, that's not true. Yeah, it's not feeding me. Right. Right. It's so the magician is here revamping that for you. Nice. And then Which you have, so necessary. yeah, and then you have the death card and the tower and the, the um, tower. That's intense. <laughs> this, this is intense. <laughs> this is an intense. Please explain. Like, <laughs> this combination is like, you're done with it all. You're like, I will throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> Fuck what you want to. Like, if, you, if, you, if somebody is in your midst and they are not coming correct, you're like, oh, you represent the old and therefore you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Yeah. This I just is don't, have, I don't, I'm not I'm playing really, around energy. There's no words that come out. Like, I can't. You can't do I can't. it. You just can't. I just can't. No. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> and you're, like, ready. You're, like, let it all fall down. I don't care. Burn it down. <laughs> you're, like, let it all fall. Yeah. I'm ready for it to fall. When um, you say it, are you meaning, like, just the... The, the belief systems that hold up what your life was structured around yeah. before. Okay. I can... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. really, like... Yeah. Because this is, this is a structure. Yeah. It's a structure, but it's a metaphorical structure. So it's whatever we were building that made sense. And when every brick was laid, it was laid with an intention and an awareness of this is a projection of my mind of, and, and in my mind is the beliefs that I hold of what I should do and who I should be and how I should do it. Mm -hmm. You're just like, none of that makes sense anymore. I don't want any of it. I'm done. Yeah. And let it all burn. Right. Because what you're building is a longer term legacy. You have the Ten of Pentacles here with the Knight of Pentacles who is moving you towards this. This is long term legacy. This is this is longer future vision than this whatever was built um this structure that was not long term, that was built off of false ideology, right? Mm. What you're building is deeper, stronger. <clears throat> longer lasting than that okay so that's why you're letting it crumble because you know there's something better there nice and in the midst of that on your second row you have the queen of cups over the princess of discs and so this energy is saying that you're you're moving slowly towards this and while you're doing it you're really taking care of yourself mm -hmm. because queen of cups can be the mother the sister the daughter the auntie um, the sister friend, the confidant, mm -hmm. the girlfriend, you know, everybody that you need to support you. And you're just like, I'm taking care of me. Mm -hmm. What is in this vessel? This vessel. Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of me in this process and I'm going slowly and I'm doing what I need to do for me. So I'm not giving it all away to other people anymore because I know that I can't interesting that's a, that's a deep one for me <laughs> because i was actually just um i mean they're all deep but this one is interesting because just this last week i was having a hard time and 
um, I was like, I'm trying to eat better and exercise and like get over the quarantine and all that kind of stuff. But my body has been going through it for the last six, seven, eight years, right? Yeah. This is trauma. So I've been like, I need to, I, I am a physical person, right? So, but I, I just, with my emotions, I just start eating like sugar. And I know for sure that sugar is horrible for my system, actually. I yeah. blow it up and I yeah. get tight. But then yet, here I am with like, oh, I'm just going to eat some Oreos. Like a row of Oreos, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I read something in my astrology and it was like, don't, in this week, do not abandon yourself. And literally, I didn't even read the rest of it because that was enough for me to remember that what I was doing was something that even while I was doing, I knew was my old... Yeah. It, it didn't feed me. It was, it was like, I... It was almost like you're like floating through something that you don't recognize anymore, but you're yeah. like, I know how to do this, so this is yeah. what I'll do. And it doesn't... And even as you're doing it, you're like, this is not what I should be doing. Like, it's a really yeah. weird... Well, it's it's psychologically, psychologically, I can explain that psychologically and astrologically. Right. Astrologically, look at your North Node. That yeah. is what we fall back on. It's what we're comfortable with. It's what we came into this life with. We're good at it. And when we're on autopilot, that's what we fall Don't back on. South, South, Node. South Node. Yeah, South Node. Right. Because that's where escapism can happen. Mm-hmm. Second is psychologically, we are we have a set point. Psychologically, we have a homeostasis set point Mm -hmm. and our bodies are always trying to bring us back to that set point Mm -hmm. so that's why it's so hard and it takes so much discipline which people in the spiritual world do not talk about discipline and they're doing you a disservice by doing that yes because needing to talk about what's happening in the spiritual you know um world and what's happening here that we need to embody and bring together Mm -hmm. And then we em- we embody, mm-hmm. right? And what does that mean? That means when our psychological set point is telling us, go back to who you used to be, eat that row of Oreos. Right. <laughs> you have to be able to say to yourself, like, talk yourself through it. Yes. Like, no, we're not living that way anymore. We don't do that anymore. That is not our set point. That's Thank you for the reminder. That's right. But that's not what we're doing. Because right. your body is trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. And our homeostatic state uh, set point is a place where we feel comfortable. Right. Right? Um, but comfortability does not mean whole. That's, that's it exactly It does not right. mean safe. That's exactly it right. It means we know how to do it. And it's not in my process. It's uh, it's actually not in my process. And so that's when that when the words said when I when I saw the words and I always look at signs all around me, right? yeah, and numbers and certain colors and I and I saw that do not abandon yourself. I said that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. When you go back, you're abandoning your 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 belief in where you're going. And I was like, ah. But when you put it like that, it's like oh, I really can't do that. Yeah. And it's not and it's not like a oh, I can't do it. It's just like a dang, I did it. I abandoned myself in that moment. Like, let's work harder on being centered in my efficacy. Like, in my efficacy where I can actually show up for what's right. hard for yourself. I've yeah. done hard things, right? Yeah. Like, I've done these hard things. So don't abandon the idea that I can't do this one more hard thing, right? right. And so it's kind of like that. So anyway, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's so I'm like, oh, like, oh, the Queen of Cups. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the Queen of Cups can be really good at abandoning herself for everybody else around her. Mm. But um, right here with this message and everything that I'm seeing so far, what I'm seeing is that you're not going to do no, that. No, I don't. You're nope. not doing that. You're nope. taking care of your vessel. No. Nope. And this that conversation, which is progress for me, was not about anyone else. So that, that's the progress. Is that it's I'm you against you. It's me against me. Yeah. And so that's where the conversation is coming from now. Now I'm actually, that's one thing I have actually gotten through is that I work very 
I'm, my trigger to be the answer for other people in my family and other and close friends. I I'm not that. Anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of like, well, what do you need? Do you need me? Like, do right. you need me? Not like, let me you know, that kind of right. thing. How can that kind of it's like that separation has happened and it's been hard to do. Yeah. And now the conversation, like I said, is about me. Yeah. Like I decided with right. me that how much energy am I giving to myself? Like I used to give to other people. Right. And th- picking that up. Like actually feeding that energy because I don't get I didn't in the past give as much energy to me as other people. Yeah. And now with me not giving that level of of me to other people, I'm picking it up for myself, and it's kind of like, oh, I got it. This I, is what it feels like. You got a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. A lot of love. A lot. Right. Of love. Yeah. So okay. and speaking of love, w- over the Ace of Cups, we have the Chariot. So moving in love, moving towards love love coming to you which is funny right because <laughs> i know no one <laughs> listen it's showing up okay it's showing up but i mean and like i said what i'm seeing here is a twofold message it's not just like oh girl you know you gonna have a man like it's not just that it's more like wow you're doing the work to find the love and the joy and the happiness inside of yourself for yourself therefore mm. love comes to you uh, I like that better <laughs> yeah yeah no I like that I like it's that not just like I'm gonna chase a man no you're not because that's super not me yeah <laughs> you're yeah. holding yourself right you're I holding like yourself okay yeah and this transformation is serving you to move away from things that no longer serve you this is what that is six of swords is moving away and this is a guide right so Mm -hmm. in the six of swords his stick and him you know these are like choppy waters moving you to calmer waters Mm -hmm. and like his he is the guide that is here showing you the way and it's not to say that you're leaving anything behind because look she's slouched over she's like man i've been through a lot Mm -hmm. here's my baggage Here's my child, Mm -hmm. like maybe a product of some of this trauma. You know, um, there's all of these pieces, right? Mm -hmm. That she's not forgetting, but moving towards calmer waters so that it's like you have to make it make sense inside of yourself. Where do I want to, um, Manayama Van Zandt, I forget her book, but she had a really good self-help book about this. And in it, she described it as a house where, like, um, you move the furniture around mm. to make it make sense. Mm-hmm. You um, you repackage things and say, oh, this is now going to go in this box. This memory, this happening, this mm-hmm. thing that I-, I went through in my life, um, these I'm going to now give to goodwill. I don't need to hold on to that trauma mm-hmm. anymore. So it's just bringing the experiences with you but making them make sense within you mm. as you move to calmer waters that's the that's like the, that. the six of swords mm. yeah and with the aeon this transformation is really gonna support you in doing that um but more love because we have the knight of cups which is like um i want to date you right it's an offer but then ace of cups is like i don't just want to date you you're the one that's coming I'm like, what? That don't make no sense. <laughs> no. Yeah. Honestly, is that what that says? Is yeah. that what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Uh, because the knights, knights move quickly. Knights, remember, this is, you know. Like, why, is that, why does that card make me the most nervous? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, well, you know, isn't that interesting? I think that, 
I think when we talk about like lack in poverty mentality and we talk about trauma and we talk about like um, self-sovereignty, it's so easy to do in all these areas where it's just you, mm. right? So, just. <laughs> so work, so with your children, with your family, with not to say that these areas are hard, right? With your finances, but it's so easy because you feel in control with another person. You don't feel in control. And you have to be like, how do they, you know, there's all these insecurities that, that get drummed up. How do they see me? How do they view me? Um, am I enough? Do I, am I worthy? Do I, you, you know, know what? do this I deserve is, this? This is crazy because this is something I was just talking to my daughter about. I said, I've been doing all this self work and I don't know that it's actually working because I don't have a partner to try it on. <laughs> I literally was like, I'm like, I wonder if I can hold on to all of this sovereignty when in 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 my weakest space is when I'm in love with in someone love else. With someone. Yes, and then I'm that's my weakest vulnerability is that I need to like serve this person, right? Yeah. In all of my history, I've always felt like the center of that person, right? Yeah. Like I've always wanted to be. Yeah. And that to me is so far from my, so far from what I feel like I would even want to be in. Right. Yeah. So when I when I say like, oh my god, it's not that I don't would not welcome a beautiful connection, obviously. Right. But when it comes to it, that I think is one of my biggest challenges. Yeah. For me to see how far I've actually come in my self healing. Yeah. To be able to hold on to myself when faced with when someone else. When in space with another. Was, yeah. In an intimate, in like uh, vulnerable way. Yeah. I have not tried that yet. It's literally been my my last real relationship was literally like, I want to say. I don't even know. Like we, when did we end our? <laughs> 2016. I have not been with anyone seriously since 2016. Yeah. So and I've been working diligently. Yeah. On this. Yeah. Like, diligently on myself. Yeah. So it's just well, the last year where I'm like, ugh, can I do this with someone else? I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, it looks like you're gonna have some practice. All right. Let's see, girl. Is he tall? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I need him to be tall. Okay. <laughs> Okay, sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> and then ending your reading over the universe, you have the five of wands. So there's a need to step up and step out, right? Like there's all, there can be chaos, right? When we're leaving this, this, this old paradigm and shifting into the new. Mm -hmm. So there's a need here to step up and step out of the minutia. Like you're like, y'all can be over there arguing and fighting. I'm going here, mm. you know, stepping right. up, stepping out. Okay. Yeah. Of, of my own space of the space around me of the space around you what if, if there's any chaos or anything going on around you right right stepping up and stepping out of that and keep moving forward let me see what this is uh you wait okay we're just waving it first i've okay. never done this before and i don't know when this is going to cut off because we might be almost i don't know when we're yeah it'll give hour. us a, um it'll give us a prompt okay cool i love this i love this this is so much fun <laughs> i hope people who are watching who will watch it later enjoy it because i'm enjoying this so much it's so cool to see the cards and how they show up yeah so this is my what you just explained in those second cards were the everyday like what i'm living with yeah I dredge through. okay yeah as you dredge through what's coming from the 5d to the 3d okay yeah oh that, that was a cute was... sound i know like i'm not uh -huh. sure what that is and i think people are actually like we were like right over comments uh no new past just new travelers that's my dad's comment i love it yes it's true i hope my dad's enjoying his birthday i'm doing all this reveal <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna pull a crystal 
oracle for you. Meteorite. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, this is otherworldly. I think I've pulled this card, like, maybe once. So I'll show it here. Meteorite. Really? Yeah, I think I've, this is, like, only the second time I've pulled this card. I feel special. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so, like... Yeah, it says, what it is, meteorites are extraterrestrial rocks flung from space. They've been carbon dated to the beginning of time, i.e. even older than the sun. Uh, meteorites come in three forms, nickel iron, uh, chondrites, and palisites infused with radiant peridot. Who needs it? Children of the stars. Where to put it? Wherever you gaze toward distant constellations with or without opening your eyes when to use it when you're looking to conduct more spiritual energy try nickel iron meteorite when you're looking to chat with a friend in another galaxy go with chondrite meteorite when you want to feel aligned to that universal energy that pulsates through everything try palisite meteorite connect to your star stuff all right yeah okay meteorite i think i'm channeling there. higher messages pretty much is i what think i'm, I'm picking there. up from it yeah yeah so that's what I, I've, I've been practicing. Like, I really have been practicing. I, the voice, if, I, if you hear something, that little thing where you go, oh, I'm not sure, that yeah. decision, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. As soon as it comes up, I just Listen do it. Listen to it. <laughs> yep. I'm yep. just like, nope, I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm yep. not even trying to figure it out. It's, yep. like, it's like, go left. I'm going left. Why? I don't know. Right. I'm going left. Oh, that's why. You know, you find out in two seconds why. Yeah. You know, so I've, I've been working really hard on hearing and yeah. listening. Hearing and listening yes. is so good. Yeah. Big lessons. All right, now I'm pulling in Earth Warriors, and this is your final message from Spirit, Source, your ancestors, guides, angels, archangels. And I love these cards. They're really involved, um, but they have such beautiful messages imbued in them. So that's two. We're not pulling two of these. <laughs> <laughs> We're pulling one spirit. Just one. Just give me the one she was like, that we no, need. Here we go. Oh, I don't think I've never I've ever pulled this one before. Kanyini. Each in each other we find ourselves. Forty-two. So I'm gonna read from the uh there we go. Right there. Yeah. I'm gonna read from so the book. Kanyini. Card number forty two. And I always read from the book with these because they're very involved. I so appreciate it. Oh, this is like, this is deep when it comes to um, real, realizing our trauma, realizing what, how I show up in the world, even in the work that right. I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. <clears throat> so, Kanyini, in each other we find ourselves. There is a spiritual purpose that only you can fulfill. As you move forward on your journey, you create space for others to move along behind you. And as the ones ahead of you move forward, so too does room open up for you to, for your expansion. Upon this earth, we are building the sacred temple, each fulfilling our tasks as we assist and support each other in our collective divine mission. How can you help with your heart most actively engaged? What can you offer which inspires and energizes you so much that others are uplifted in your presence? How can you receive from others joyfully, bringing them pleasure? Engage in giving and receiving deeply and with devotion. Your wisdom and openness to life generates healing for our earth. 
Healing is indicated, especially of wounds about connection and oh, trust. No. I don't know what that just did. Sorry, y'all. My daughter tried to call me. Okay. It's just going. paused. It's okay. all good. And then it goes back. <laughs> and then it goes yeah. back. Okay. <laughs> Healing is indicated, especially of wounds about connection and trust, safety and tribe, belonging and permission to be a unique individual. At a physical level, more vitality is indicated and ample energy for healing. At a spiritual level, a deepening awareness of unified consciousness is opening up with, within you, which will bring you into deeper divine communion and increase your effectiveness as a healing presence and sacred activist in this world. You have a destiny to fulfill and there will be much help from many different people to fulfill it. The universe wants you to succeed. Do not hesitate to ask and receive assistance for your fulfillment of your own mission fulfillment of your own mission as it helps others your spiritual guidance the first peoples of australia recognize sacred connection connectedness between the spiritual and the earthly and the bond that exists between all beings they refer to this as kanyini in south africa the concept of ubuntu describes a universal bond connecting all of humanity ubuntu and kanyini honor the understanding that the individual grows and develops, flourishes and expresses purpose and meaning in connection with the greater guiding purpose of the collective. Okay. To honor Kenyini, to honor Ubuntu, because to honor ourselves and each other as we seek out and fulfill our purpose for the greatest good. Our purpose is what brings our being to life, what we feel we must naturally do. There is loving and healing genius in the divine design and in the fulfillment of our authentic spiritual destiny. So are all beings assisted in the fulfillment of their destiny too. There are times when the spiritual path requires separation from a collective and the consciousness it holds. We may feel an internal disconnection from society during such phases. Mm. As we sift through the societal conditioning, casting aside, what did I say? <laughs> Listen, look, it's right there. Casting aside that which does not strike us as truth and seeking alternative views. Boom. As we distill our consciousness, we discover a new way to be. Then when it is time, we naturally seek to live and share this internal truth with others. I mean, could, could you? That's all of this. All of it. Yeah. We reach out to our tribe or discover new tribes integrating into the social fold with our precious offering of re rarefied awareness we realize that conflict with societal values serves a purpose it helps us clarify our own consciousness as we grow as as we grow stronger spiritually psychologically and emotionally our offering to our communities can then become numinous alchemical wisdom a person in alignment with Kanyini becomes a conduit for the intelligence of life itself. Their personal journey has a transpersonal effect. They become sacred activists as a deep level of being. Through their presence, things happen. They become a natural catalyst for healing transformation. A human enriched with Ubuntu is open to others, encouraging of the good in other human beings. They are self-assured, knowing that they have an inviolable place and purpose in life they understand that they can only gain from assisting others so the spiritual progress of another person and the sacred empowerment that comes from it is inspirational rather than a source of jealousy or self-doubt 
In the Tibetan Buddhist tradition, the principles of Kanyini and Ubuntu are found in the Bodhisattva, then the Bodhisattva vow, where great souls plunge themselves into sacred service for the spiritual liberation of all sentient beings. These teachings help us evolve from competition to the real realization that the moment another is oppressed, denied, or diminished, suffering is released into the collective. Okay. The more sensitive we are spiritually, the more we recognize this, and the more motivated we become to serve the evolution of humanity for the benefit of all, all beings. Kanyini reminds us that we can't thrive as a human being in isolation. Our humanity happens in connection with each other through our relationship to the earth and great spirit. Spirit wants this for each of us. We are provided the grace to heal, to heal wounds and open our hearts so that we can discover our belonging to each other and the divine. And through this, an authentic and compelling sense of devotion to purpose that heals our world. I mean, how many times did it say you were an activist? I know. <laughs> I was just like activist, activist. I, right, right, and uh, and showing up, show up, be up, be like, be authentic, show up, and yeah. show up for yourself. This is going to create healing for you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm going to read the rest of that. The healing. Yeah, process. the healing process. Yes, after yes. that, kind of want to. But oh my gosh! So thank you so much, Rachel. Yeah. Oh my God, mystical healing guide. Um. This is a lot of information, and at the same time, it's exactly what I what was needed. Where was that? Yeah, like, this is exactly it. Did, there was nothing here that was like I don't know what that means. It was very much like affirming, and and it was very good to feel and hear that what I am doing for the greater good is actually in line with my spiritual growth, and that for me says a lot. Because well, it means that you are in the divine flow of your life. Right. Which so many Wild. people are trying to find. That's what I do in my work as an intuitive healer, as an intuitive guide, um, as an intuitive counselor. Yes. I help people get into the divine flow of their life. Right. So now that I'm in it. <laughs> right? You're in it. You're swimming in it. I'm swimming in it. <laughs> I, I really want to be able to honor it in such a way that that it just like my daughters and that's what i think about is like my daughter i you know what i thought about when we set right yeah i i realized in that moment that's what got me through to this point yeah was because i thought going into it that i was going to get answers about my family and me ah because that's why i was right to. right right but really it's me it and my you journey. and you and yeah <laughs> me and me and my journey yeah. it has no, my journey is not the same as my daughter's or my mother's or, and we are attached in different ways but not in the purpose of the path right right so that part i knew but that was affirmed it now this again it was like okay sis stay the path yes right um so i hope everyone who listened to this you were able to get some understanding of the depth of the work that needs to be done not this was obviously my personal reading but it needs to be done in a in, in a greater sense our connectivity in the universe is essential to our benefit yeah um, and essential to our growth and essential to us to being able to uh, heal ourselves yeah and in our presence in the presence of other people we the collective the collective right? because our healing I mean we're all creating this experience we call life Yes, we have our own individual realities, but we're all co-creating here together. And what we think, feel, believe, see, activate, um, experience all gets uploaded into the collective consciousness. That's right. So let's just be more disciplined right. 
about that. All right, right. Look at it. Look at it in a. <laughs> look at it a little bit bigger. That's yeah. all. It's a little bit bigger. And sometimes that may that may overwhelm some people. Sometimes that may release some people. Like it's not all on just your shoulders, but it is. Like you have this. You have a role. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And every role is not the same. That's another point that I always want to make. Oh, and I always say that too. Stay in your lane. Not everybody is on the front lines fighting. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is, you know, doing social justice work or advocacy That's work. Right. You know, um, nor should you. work, right? <laughs> nor should you. Sometimes. Some people, some people are the teachers. Some yeah. people are the healers. Yeah. Some people are the, you know, the way showers, mm. showing the way. Mm-hmm. We all have different roles. None are worse, better, you That's know, right. bigger, smaller than the other. They're all helping to move us forward into, you know, a new, more um, inclusive experience so before we go on the audio because i think i'm going to turn off the the ig we have comments on facebook that we are going yeah. to address bye folks bye <laughs> bye um, <OG> folks <laughs> so, so what i want to do is oh maybe we should have waited because oh, what i wanted you to do is tell people where they can um get like readings from you here locally because here we have a black spiritual guide in eugene you guys and not to say that you are the only one but you are the one that i go to <laughs> yes so i am going to give props and i would love for people in locally to know that you're here yeah and and then obviously um for people who are on your feed to know that i am here for the idea that if you are for the the race and equity and inclusion work this is a personal journey and the way that i teach about this work is that it's something that you have to do within yourself and to recognize what it is so that you can align your intention to your impact that is what I'm doing. I'm helping people align their intention to their impact. And most of the time, 98% of the time, it's, it's very much due, the, uh, the, the alignment that didn't work is because the understanding of how race works within ourselves and, um, and how we bring it to our everyday isn't understood. That's where I come in. So um, it's very much a spiritual work for me to just yeah, definitely help people see how they are power yeah they are actually affecting the way that this flows even in their best intention it's like you have to be able to decenter and see yourself from a different position yeah so that you can actually do this work because this is not something that you are familiar with and right. that we've ever ever done in this country period right? right so here it is so anyway um where can they find you here locally so they can book readings and astrology and whatever you want to do yeah <laughs> well it's pretty simple mystical healing one word dot guide is my website uh the same handle is for instagram um and and you are doing awesome on instagram growing twelve thousand followers i it's so tiny compared to like bigger accounts than me but yeah i'm i feel good about you know wh- what my presence is yeah and I'm thankful for that yeah for sure. it's, it's, it's a, growing steadily and i and yeah. I, i'm so happy for you like thank you you need all people need to know you're here thank like you, you you'll yeah. one day you'll be up there in the 90s and, and millions and <laughs> we'll see yeah. i'm fine if i'm not but i'm okay if right. i am too right. 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 yeah yes it's true okay but yeah so, so mysticalhealing.guide is my website same handle for instagram um and yeah just go and check out all of my services what i offer um i offer intuitive tarot card readings i offer astrology readings i offer intuitive life coaching um i do have a background in mental health counseling and um 
and also mental health counseling with a focus on addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else do I offer? Uh, cord cutting ceremonies. I offer, um, I'm a Reiki Usui Reiki master. Um, so I do Reiki and quantum healing. So distance healing sessions. Um, I think those are all the things. <laughs> they can go to your website and figure they, all of this yeah, out. Yeah, right? I offer like <laughs> classes. There's a whole, there's all of it's on my website. So I love it. I'm just so glad that you're in Eugene now. You've been everywhere, but here, I have right? been everywhere, but here since 2016. <laughs> I raised my kids here and now I'm coming back to have my, I have the baby. Have my baby here. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay, so if anyone has any questions, it will be in the show notes as well. Um, I'm going to stop audio at this point and say goodbye to everyone on 97.3 KEPW. Goodbye. Goodbye, and I hope (laughs) to see you guys again next week. Thank you for being here.